Welcome back to our 31 days of wisdom. Today is day number six. Yesterday, uh, chapter five of Proverbs, we talked about the promiscuous woman. And today, day six, uh, we're in Proverbs six, and we are talking today's title is Beware. Beware of these four hunters that are out to try to get you, or if you fall prey to them, they can they can really get you. Here's the four to be mindful of as you read through um, chapter six today is debt, laziness, gossip, and lust. Those are the four hunters, and they are looking to ambush and rob you of that full life. Jesus said, I came to give them life and life abundantly. Well, these four can rob you of the fullness of life. And throughout Proverbs uh, King Solomon, he talks about this wise person. The, the wise person is the one who is um, willing to receive correction and willing to receive discipline, right? So as you read, watch out for these four hunters, right? Again, debt, be mindful of that debt. Now, I'm, I like to invest and uh, th there's healthy debt and there's unhealthy debt. And that's a, that's a debate. But he talks about debt in here. Watch out for laziness watch out for gossip, and then watch out for lust. So let's jump right on in here for today. This is uh, chapter six, day number six, Proverbs six. Here we go. My son, if you co-sign a loan for an acquaintance and guarantee his debt, you'll be sorry you ever did it. You'll be trapped in your promise and legally bound by the agreement. So listen carefully to my advice. Quickly, get on out of there, right? Get out of it as, as fast as you possibly can. Swallow your pride. Get over your embarrassment and go tell your friend you want your name off the contract. Do not put it off. Do not rest until you get it done. Rescue yourself from your future pain and be free from it once and for all. You'll be so relieved that you did. There is a sense of urgency in there and co-signing a loan for an acquaintance, right? And guaranteeing a loan, putting your name to someone else's debt. He's like, get up out of that as quick as you can. Here we go. Uh, verse six, <clears throat> when you're feeling lazy, come and learn a lesson from this tale of the tiny ant. Yes, <laughs> all you lazy bones, come and learn from the example of the ant and enter into wisdom. The ants, they don't have a chief, uh, I lost my spot there. Yeah, they don't have a chief. They don't have a boss, no manager. No one has to tell them what to do. You'll see them working and toiling all summer long, stockpiling their food in preparation for winter. So wake up, wake up, sleepyhead. How long are you going to lie there? When will you wake up and get up out of bed? I, if you keep nodding off and thinking I'll do it later or say to yourself, I'll just sit back a while and take it easy. Just watch, just watch how your future unfolds. By making excuses, you'll learn what it means to go without. Uh, poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and move in as your roommate for life. Here's another life lesson to learn from observing the wayward and wicked man. You can tell they are lawless. They're constant liars, proud deceivers, full of clever ploys and convincing plots. Their twisted thoughts are perverse, always with the scheme to stir up trouble and sowing strife with every step they take. But when calamity comes knocking on their door, suddenly and without warning, they are undone, broken to bits, shattered with no hope of healing. I want to go back real quick up here where it's kind of talking about procrastination. I heard this quote the other day I want to share with you. It goes right along with that. It says, procrastination is believing my future person will be more proactive than my present person. 
Wow, that's good. Procrastination is believing my future person will be more proactive than my present person. Don't procrastinate, all right? <laughs> Jump on in. Here we go. Uh, verse 16. These are the seven things God hates. God hates. God is love. When we talk about, um, you've probably heard of the law of uh, gravity, obviously, but there's other laws out there. One of them is the law of polarity, right? The law of polarity, if you think about this long pole, and on one end of the pole, it's hot. And then on the opposite end of the pole is cold, right? I have hot and cold. They're on the same pole, but they're on opposite ends of the pole. That's the law of polarity. Same thing here. God is love, but there's some things that he hates, right? The opposite of love is hate. And there are seven things right here that King Solomon talks about that God hates. Here we go. There are six evils God truly hates and a seventh that is an abomination to him. Putting others down while considering yourself superior, spreading lies and rumors, spilling the blood of the innocent, plotting evil in your heart towards another, gloating over doing what's plainly wrong, spouting lies and false testimony, and stirring up strife between friends. These are entirely despicable to God. My son, obey your father's godly instruction and follow your mother's life-giving teaching. Fill your heart with their advice and let your life be shaped by what they've taught you. And their wisdom will guide you wherever you go and keep you from bringing harm to yourself. Their instruction will whisper to you at every sunrise and direct you through a brand new day. For truth, truth, I like this. For truth is a bright beam of light shining into every area of your life, instructing and correcting you to discover the ways of the godly. Truth will protect you from immorality and from the promiscuity of another man's wife. Your heart will not be enticed by her flatteries or lust over her beauty, nor will her suggestive ways conquer you. Prostitutes reduce a man to poverty and the adulteress steals your soul. She may even cost you your life. For how can a man light his pants on fire and not be burned? Can he walk over hot coals of fire and not blister his feet? What makes you think? that you can sleep with another man's wife and not get caught. Do you really think you'll get away with it? Don't you know it'll ruin your life? You can almost, you can almost excuse a thief if he steals to feed his own family. But if he's caught, he still has to pay back what he's stolen sevenfold. His punishment and fine will cost him greatly. Don't be so stupid as to think you can get away with your adultery. It will destroy your life and you'll pay the price for the rest of your days. You'll discover what humiliation, shame, and disgrace are all about. For no one will ever let you forget what you've done. A husband's jealousy makes a man furious. He won't spare you when he comes to take revenge. Try all you want to talk your way out of it. Offer him a bribe if you want. See if you can manipulate him with your money. Nothing will turn him aside when he comes to you with vengeance in his eyes. You know, the overall theme here, I think, in, um, in, in this chapter, in chapter six, is really an encouragement to be mindful of and to really stay away from those four hundreds that we talked about, that debt, 
the laziness, gossip, and, and really lust right there. And to give in to them, to give in to any one of them, but to give in to all four of them is really to give away a bit of your freedom that you've been given. I, I just want you to really kind of think through and assess where you are with each one of those four and rate yourself, right? Like, right, really step out and check yourself, check yourself, right? How, how are you with debt? How are you with laziness? Do you have a tendency to procrastinate? What about gossip? Are you feeding in to that gossip? Lust, where are you at on all four of those? I hope today has added value to you. Hey, keep on trucking. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow for day number seven. Hope you guys have a great day and God bless.